there. This is Drew Ross. Welcome to the Better You Love Drew podcast. Okay, we have a huge topic today, and I feel like this is such a common topic that we deal with on a regular basis that really is something that I've been dealing with a lot recently in my life, but also the conversations that I've been having with other individuals This is also occurring in their life too. And it is the unknown and the uncertainty, not knowing what to do next, what's going to happen, what could go wrong, all of those things. So that is the pairing of the unknown with suffering. And I'm going to speak to you on how this is an optional approach to dealing with the unknown that we have right in front of us. Not knowing what to do next or what might happen next is an automatic way to slip into a couple different things, anxiousness, overthinking, confusion, and a halt in progress, just to name a few. When we don't know what's coming next, what to do next, what is going to happen next, our minds are wired to just not go, aka do nothing at all. You might find yourself here frequently. And honestly, I don't find that to be a bad thing at all. It's about what you do when you find yourself in that uncertain next step period that's really, really important. I want you to think about when you're on a road trip with your friends or you're starting out on a road trip and you don't know which direction you need to go in to get started. There are two types of drivers. There are two types of people that are going to be operating the vehicle. There are those that will just start driving and they're going to figure it out along the way. And then there are others that put the vehicle in park, and they're not going to move until they're certain about which move or which direction they need to go next. My mind right now is like I'm at a gas station, and the dry, there's a new driver behind the wheel, and they've just gotten acclimated in the seat. But they're about to take off. They're about to start driving, but they need the directions before they get going. So they just put the vehicle in park and just hang out until they get the GPS up and running. I also think about this when I'm like walking around Chicago. And if you're in your city, there's probably potential you have friends in that city who are inviting you out to dinner. So say you've been invited to go to a dinner, it's out to a new spot. You know the neighborhood that it's in. Oh, I've heard of that before. But you don't know the exact location. One of two things happen, and it's very similar to the road trip. There are going to be those people that just hit the street and they figure it out along the way. And then there are those people that don't leave the apartment until they know for sure how to get there. One approach isn't better than the other, but I want to invite you to be that individual that just decides that they're going to figure it out along the way. This little approach for not knowing, but going ahead and starting anyways, helps you embark on the journey quicker and gets you to your destination faster. This isn't something that's going to happen all the time, but I will back this and say that this is going to be something that happens most of the time. It is possible that you could start the journey in the wrong direction, and then you just repivot and get back right on track, no problem. And I would say, more times than not, no matter what situation you're in, taking a guess and taking action towards what you believe is the right direction or path will happen more than starting out on the wrong foot with the wrong guess. This whole idea and thought process came from a one-on-one session I was having with someone earlier this week. I really enjoyed. This person spent a 
long weekend in Las Vegas and was feeling great about the time off. So they were going into Memorial Day weekend. They were like, Vegas is the spot. We're having this conversation right when they return. After returning from their holiday trip, they were feeling a little bit uncertain about things within their organization going on in this moment. The organization was announcing that all offices are going to be returning to office. So if you're remote, you're going back to office. That's exactly what's happening with the organization in this moment. They have been, and when I say they, I mean this individual that I'm speaking to, has been in a fully remote environment for years now. So they're really starting to get antsy and really feel some type of way about the return to the office environment and the communication that has been going on to solidify the final schedule for that return to office. And they're experiencing a totally normal response to this change of pace. Two things are going on in this moment. One thing is the return to office. That's one situation and not knowing why this is happening or the benefits, the why behind the benefits of all of this. The next thing is the communication around this shift. If you think about it, I would imagine that their organization is sending people back to the office for the very first time in a while. So they are the driver, the organization, the leadership is the driver or the walker that isn't exactly sure what it'll look like entirely, but they're starting out anyways. So when I say the driver or the walker, I'm making a reference back to the person who's sitting in the driver's seat and they're ready to start driving on the road trip or the walker that's going to that new restaurant, never been to before. They know the neighborhood, not the exact location. This organization is that driver or that walker that's like, we're starting out, we're doing it. We believe in connectivity and connection and returning our people to our offices. We don't have all the answers, but we're going to make it happen anyways. When this individual was speaking to me, they had a very interesting take because on one end, like I'm feeling a little bit uncertain about it, yet I'm feeling kind of good about it. Also offering sound advice to people that are feeling totally uncertain about it. So they are able to step into a space where people are coming to them and they're like, I don't know what to think about this. I just don't think this is going to go well. And this person is stepping up and being like, we're going to roll up the punches and see what happens. So they're having the brain drama in their head about what's going to happen with this return to office. And they're also putting on another hat, a little bit of a guidance hat, where they're offering sound advice to people that are having the exact same concerns. Very noble of this individual. So dealing with the change themselves, guiding others through change, and then looking to others for guidance. When I say to others, probably the people that are making the decisions for this return to office. I haven't been to Las Vegas in years, but it made me think of an analogy for this entire idea and conversation that we were having, especially since this person that I was speaking to had just traveled to the Las Vegas location. So I've been to Las Vegas twice. I've only gambled once, just as an FYI. So this analogy is my experience when gambling, when playing blackjack. So my experience at the blackjack table was that when the cards were rolling around, I had no idea what was coming next, but I did have the option to either hit so more cards come my way or to stay each hand. So either to, if I was given cards, if I liked the number that I was at, I would stay. 
if I wanted to get closer to 21 because I was given low cards to begin with, then I would hit. So I had two options, hit or stay. I didn't know what was going to happen, but those were the two things that I could lean on. I knew that I had one of two options. I would also lean on the advice from experts at the table, and I would give guidance to others as well if I could. I could get up and leave at any time, or I could stay at the table as long as my resources would allow me to. I never knew what card was coming next, and all it did was make me think about what my options were in the moment. If I lose this hand, I'm going to get up and leave. If I win this hand, I'm going to stay for two more hands. If I don't know whether or not to hit or to stay, I can ask the dealer or someone else at the table, what would the book do? And the best part of it all, most of the time, you're not at the blackjack table alone. The best part is that we think that when uncertain things are coming up or we don't know what's going to happen next or we don't know how to take the next step that we're all alone. And that's generally not the case. Even if you, your brain is giving you, I don't know anyone, just rephrase that question. Who could I reach out to in this moment to help in this situation? Has someone been in these shoes before and who would that person be? I guarantee you someone has been in your seat before and someone has at least one offering that can add any element of clarity. I invite you to think of uncertainty in the exact same manner. You might not have a single idea of what to do next, but you do have options. You might be totally unsure, but you have someone that that can give you an answer just by you asking them one question. You can ask someone for some quick advice before taking that next step. Or you can roll the dice, take no advice, and just trust yourself that whatever decision you make is the right one. You can also get up and leave and go to another table for a new set of cards or a new experience. The bottom line is just try and do something. Don't sit there and do nothing. If I were to sit there and the cards were rolling around and I couldn't decide on whether or not it was going to hit or stay, the whole table would be upset and it would just cause chaos. You've probably heard it a million times to just focus on the next best thing. But really, actually try and do this. When it comes down to it, the next best thing I knew how to do was trust my judgment and either hit or stay. Make the decision first and then see what the dealer plays. I like to think of airports when thinking of the next best thing to do because it's so simple. Airports keep it very clear and simple on the steps needed to get to your plane. You walk through the front door check your bag, go to security, you go to your gate, you get on the plane. Planes get delayed or canceled, but a gate agent can help you out. The customer service line can help you out. And there are people on the ground getting your bag where it needs to go. There are safety nets that are working for you and they're sometimes forgotten about. When you have an unknown situation at hand, what is one step that you can take, even if it's super small, just to start? Look at it like a blackjack round or an airport and do the next best thing that you believe is the correct thing to do and keep it super, super simple. You're a human being. You're going to have moments where you don't know. You're going to have moments where you just decide to do nothing. But I invite you to recognize that sometimes taking a gamble on your options, yourself, and your resources makes the suffering and waiting process totally optional and the unknown way less daunting installing. Have a great week, everyone, and I'll see you next Thursday. 
what ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast and want to take this information and apply it to your life today, that's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing. It's possible to set up really big goals and achieve them. And it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And it's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking success like that happens to other people, let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com, or by sending me an email, DrewRossCoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.